Hello, everybody. Um, I, you know, I realize that uh, it's been a few weeks since I have been on, um, but I am here nevertheless. And I have a few things that I wanted to just share with you guys about mental wealth. Uh, mental health is mental wealth. Um, I meant to say mental health, but it, actually mental health and mental wealth goes hand in hand. But I wanted to talk about mental wellness um, during the holiday season and really mental wellness, just period. And and specifically, I want to target people who are fixers um, who or who have been labeled as fixers, or maybe you might have been considered a person who has been a fixer that you have put it upon yourself to be a fixer, or maybe it has, the responsibility has fallen on your lap to be a fixer. Um, um, and so what, whatever category you have um, that resonates with you or that you have uh, found yourself in, um, you, you, this, these are for people who, who would consider themselves uh, to be a fixer um, in the family. This is for you. I was that person. Uh, key emphasis on was. <laughs> I was that person. Um, who uh, felt that I had to fix it for every and any one in my family. It started when I was younger. It was a learned behavior. Um, I saw it from my amazing father, who was a fixer for everybody. Um, he was a savior. He was the big, he was the brawly guy um, of the neighborhood. He was very kind, very loyal, very extremely hardworking and had a huge, huge heart. A very, very huge heart. Um, he was also a pastor and I saw um, how he uh, was was taking care of everyone. I saw how he cared for my mother. I saw um, how he, um, was just a great provider. I also saw my dad dying. I also saw my dad's mental health leave. I also saw that he had, um, things within himself, um, that, um, he did not heal from and didn't quite know how to heal from. Um, and so I saw my dad dwindle and die. Um, and I believe that was one of the reasons why, um, my father um, slowly drifted away. Um, and um, I took it upon myself as a child uh, to solve to solve it. Um, I saw, you know, people in my life that I love hurting or and I saw and I took it upon myself to carry some someone else's stuff and um I uh, did the same thing in my life and it showed up in every aspect of my life. Um, and I can't remember a loved one telling me, you know, you can't be responsible for someone else's stuff. And I was just like, what? You cannot be responsible for someone else's stuff. And I was like, what? But they need help. And I just didn't understand or grab, grasp that concept until um, I got knocked down from doing that over and over again. And until I got knocked down, extreme, extremely knocked down um, in my life. And it brought me to a place of um, just brokenness and feeling hurt and feeling battered and 
not battered, but just feeling very hurt and wounded and just um, my, my bearings. I couldn't catch my bearings. I was like, God, like, why was I hurt so, so severely? And one of the areas that God was showing me was that um, you feel you have to carry it all for people. And why are you to carry that? And so as you, you know, followed me on my healing journey, um, when I talk, I've talked about you are not wired to carry other people's burdens. You're just not. You're just not wired to carry other people's burdens. And I really had to learn that in marriage. I really had to learn that as a mom. I really had to learn that as a human being. I really had to learn to not pack on other people's stuff, no matter who it is. Uh, Because that was my understanding of caring about people. But that's not healthy. And it's not the way. There was at one point where I thought it was healthy. It was at one point where I thought that that was me being loyal. I thought that that was me being a good person. I thought that that was, you know, thought that that was the way, but it wasn't. It just was not. And whoever gave you that responsibility of being the fixer, or if you give yourself that role of being the fixer, um, for many various of reasons. For me, I, I thought that I couldn't um, drop the ball. Um, I had to rely on myself. And so that dropping the ball thing was really uh, fear based. Um, I couldn't um, quite exhale from life. Money was never enough. I was never enough as a person. And so I was always chasing after trying to be enough and be put my head above water. Can you imagine that? Mm. That was me for a very, very long time. So the pain that hit me, knocked me down, was my divine awakening. Look at your body. Look at somebody and say that was divine awakening. <laughs> it was my divine awakening to um to to rebirth um who I who I who I really am. So I want to talk about mental health and mental wellness during the holiday season. And the reason why I say holiday season and really just overall in life period because the holiday season can oftentimes bring about different mixed emotions for people. Some people may have lost loved ones, some people maybe um grieving you know grieving that 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 process and you can be grieving in many areas you could be grieving um just the shift and change in your life um for some of you 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 know um i want to stay on topic here but i'm saying for some of you you're just really in a, an amazing great place and um that should be shined upon and recognized and um saluted for that um I also want to just really kind of stay on topic and on target of talking about people who are who have claimed themselves to be fixers and and barry care barrier burden carriers. You're not wired to be a burden carrier. Um, and I, and I was that person that I took it upon myself to do that. It was a learned behavior, and I had to unlearn it and drop the bag. Um, I had to take a, off of the mentality of if I don't do it, it won't get done based out of fear. That's control. That's me trying to control and fix things. That was a learned behavior as well. And I had to take that down. And just um, I can remember my uh, our girls, they were talking about how they noticed within myself um, when God told me to let go and um, to do nothing in a particular situation. And um, 
um, I found myself trying to pick it up again and trying to find other um, avenues to of solving that problem. And I can remember telling the girls my action plan and what I was going to do. And I remember my oldest had looked at me a little bit like bewildered, like, huh? And she's like, mommy, what did God say? Didn't God tell you? What did God say? Did, didn't God tell you no? And I said, yeah. She said, well, why are you still making a plan when God told you to leave it alone? And God told you this and God, and, and God told you, you know, let it go. Give it to me. Like, I got it. Let me work that out. And, you know, basically in in short, that's really pretty much what it was. And I was like, you're right. God told me to focus on this. God told me to do that. She was like, Mom, so why aren't you doing that? I said, well, this situation came up and it constantly keeps coming up. So I need to fix it. She was like, Mom, please don't do that. <laughs> she was really, I really do believe she was a messenger. She was like, Mom, please don't do that. You're going back to your old ways. You're going back to that controlling Listen to God, mom. I'm trying, like, I feel it. She's very intuitive. She was like, mom, I feel it. Please, please, please do what you're called to do. Please do what God is telling you to do. And, you know, it's, uh, I had to release it and let it go. And I think sometimes for, 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 um, um, fixers, we, um, sometimes it's trauma based, right? Uh, you know, coming from the standpoint, if you didn't feel safe or if you felt like, you know, if I don't do it, no one, it won't get done. So a lot of our fixing or problem solving is built in trauma base, right? Not having someone to do it for us and not having someone by our side that we can rely on, maybe mentally, physically, or emotionally. And so we've taken on that banter and God is saying, give it to me. I know God was saying that to me and I'm asking you to go to God and go within and ask, what is, what is God telling you to do in this matter? What is God telling you to do? What are you feeling intuitively in your spirit to relinquish and let go? Even if it looks crazy. And what is God telling you to trust? How is God telling you to trust? How is God telling you to be still? What is God telling you to do? It's very essential and important for you to rest and acknowledge that and sit still. Sometimes the best thing from speaking from experience in my walk, sometimes the best experience and the best thing that you can ever do is to sit still and do nothing. Sometimes the best thing that you can ever do is if you when everything seems out of control is to allow it to be out of control, to let it go. And to allow it to be what it is and to trust the voice of God through the storm, through those things, through the tornado, but to trust God in it because you can be the peace within yourself in the storm. I remember thinking that if I took control, that that was me being a peacemaker, but that wasn't me being a peacemaker if I'm not listening to my inner voice. If I'm not listening to that and following that, even when it doesn't make sense. And my brain struggles with that. Absolutely. That's why I sit with myself off very often. Um, and that's why mental health matters. It matters. Your mental wellness matters. Um, and, and trusting that, journaling that, writing that out, um, um, allowing yourself to process that, you know, because um, you're transforming into the truth of who you are is everything and allowing that light to be what it is so may this during this holiday time may that allow you to be more of who you are creating those healthy boundaries allowing yourself to be and feel and sit in that and rest in that and be your authentic light your only responsibility is responsible for you even if you are my a wife or a mom or a dad 
yes, you're responsible for those babies. Yes, there is a level of compromising in your relationship, in your marriage. And um, there is a level of discomfort at some aspect, right? And in, in, in all of us. But let's look within ourselves first is what I'm saying. Look within ourselves first and honor that space first is everything. Honoring that space first is everything. That's where God speaks. That's where God lives. That's where that presence rests. Drowning out the noise and, and listening from within and allowing yourself what gives brings you joy. What gives you joy? What allows you to rest within you? How can you show more love within yourself first? Right? How can you fill up you first? Excuse me. How can you fill up you first? It's not selfish. It's necessary. Because you matter. You matter. And even if you got to just sit and close the door, you matter. Even if you got to just maybe sit in tears, you matter. What, 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 what can you do for you to bring you joy, to bring more happiness within you, to bring that level of mental wellness and mental peace inside of you first? For anybody else, you first. I know we've been taught the other way. Especially if you have certain roles in your life. I know we've been taught the other way. We've been taught to ignore. We've been taught to plug elsewhere. We've been taught to show up. You know, as I gave the analogy of my father. You know, my father, you know, just as men, you know. It's, I think just the role, the role, gender roles that we play. Uh, those expectations and those labels that we feel we have to play. And, and God, I believe I'm a messenger to, to share with you, to listen from within. Start there. Honor that space. Start right there. Honor that space because you matter. Hands on your heart. Hands on your, in the, on, on your stomach. You know, I matter. Laying hands on you. Laying hands on your mind. I matter. Are you good? What's going on in here? What's going on inside of you? Are you listening? Are you in a safe space? Are you creating healthy boundaries within yourself? Do you feel you have to solve all the problems? Are you sitting still? Are you bringing joy? Are you saying yes to yourself? Are you saying no to yourself? All of those things matter. And trust in that. Trust in that process and going with that is everything. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to hear more, let me know. I want to hear from you. Um, I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching, helping others heal the matters of their hearts, so, um, the, which helps them show up differently in their lives, in their marriage, in their relationships, their health, their wealth, everything. This is what I've been called to do, and I'm happy to help you share it. Um, the transformation is possible. It has happened in me, and it can happen in you. You have the answers inside of you. I am just here to help awaken that truth. Truth is that truth inside of you so miracles are possible joy is possible peace is possible god lives within you god loves you honor that space listen in that space trust that space and um all is well even when it doesn't feel like it but trust that space trust and honor where you are i pray for anyone who is listening who might be grieving going through that process i pray that your heart will be healed i pray that your heart is even healing as i'm speaking to you now pray over your mind pray over your thoughts i pray that you will not judge yourself for having uh, imperfect or unhealthy thoughts i pray that you will under 
you will engulf and indwell in the place of joy and peace and happiness, even through in the midst of your tears or in the midst of your grieving. I pray for those who might feel that you have to carry it all. Or you feel that you're the fixer of the family, that you will recognize it, what to lay down and what to say no to within yourself and what to say yes to and be okay with that. I pray over your heart. I pray over your health. I pray over your strength. I just pray over peace that you can create that peace and that world and that love and that happiness and that joy and allow yourself to sit as long as you need to sit within yourself until you get to that place of peace and joy within yourself. Listen, it can be a lot of stuff going on in this world that can pull at us, right? We have so many things with social media, with so many different things can distract you, that can pull at you. I pray that you would honor that space and that joy within you because that's going to nourish your life. It's going to nourish the life within you. It's going to nourish your health. It's going to nourish your body. It's going to nourish your relationships. It's going to nourish you. Right? The things outside of us are merely just the strings from within. Right? The strings from within. So we have to honor that space first in order for that to be nourished. I hope you enjoyed this message. Um, let me know if this resonates with you and I'll see you guys the next time. Bye.